everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning, hoping all is well with you. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the, the I don't want to say hypocrisy, it's not hypocrisy. I'll be very clear about that. But kind of the back and forth that I feel around this idea that Kratom cannot be claimed to have any benefits officially. By that, I mean companies, I mean, even I can't, or I don't on this show, just to be careful, I never claim that Kratom can benefit people on an official capacity, um, and companies can't do that for sure. So for an example, and again, this is not officially true, (laughs) I cannot say that Kratom helps people with restless leg syndrome. I can say that like people report that it does, but it's not an official benefit. Companies certainly can't advertise it to help with restless leg syndrome um, or anxiety or depression or, you know, anything for that matter. And to a large, you know, I, I guess I understand why that is in some respect. Here's the back and forth conflict in my head. This is where it comes in. I saw a commercial this morning and it was talking about a medication and I won't bring up which one, but recently there's been some news around it. It's a weight loss medication and it's, it's basically been found in some studies recently. And some of these studies are finding that it seems to have other potential benefits to people that have nothing to do with weight loss. Now, This is like headline news. And the fact that people can talk about it without saying, you know, this is not something that the FDA approves of, kind of, it kind of irked me a bit. Like, it got me. I was like, why is it that this company can have medication that's approved for a certain thing? And then you, you try, you do some, you know, studies and you find that, hey, this might be beneficial in this completely different way. Um, let's start talking about that and, and, and announcing that that's a possibility. And then, you know, the news outlets will pick it up and, and the FDA is nowhere to be found. So I look into it a bit. So the FDA grants, you know, a medication, a license to be a medication, essentially, once they go through these tests and standards and rigor, uh, so on and so on, as you find on their website. And then it's approved for a specific use, right? And so... Sometimes you'll find that a doctor's like, well, this medication's for this thing, but there's an off-label use. And I've kind of been exposed to all this stuff, you guys, but like, I'm obviously not super uh, aware of all this or uh, intently key- keyed into FDA decision-making like on that, on that front. I'm not in the pharmaceutical industry. Let's just say that. So I don't quite know how all of these things work. But from my bit of research this morning after looking into this a bit, it seems like the FDA can allow a company to advertise something that has been approved for one use as some as as you know basically they they allow it to be advertised for a different use entirely um, depending on if they think that uh, studies so far that the companies have shown have some merit and um, and so they'll approve it for an off label use or rather that's not I don't know if they approve it for that they just they approve the fact that the company can say that it's it could also be beneficial in this other way and I guess 
again, I'm not saying that it is hypocritical on the FDA's part because it's not the same thing. Kratom officially, unofficially, whatever you want to say. Kratom officially on the... has It's not written down that Kratom is a medication, right? And the FDA has not approved it as a substance that is approved and safe. So it's not part of the same process. But I still feel like there's some overlap here. If you have a substance that has been approved for a certain use or has been found to be safe in one way, just because there's some studies showing that it may be useful in a completely different way does not mean that just because they're already in, they're in, and they can just start advertising it as well. It's off-label, but it seems to work. Because that's, to me, the same as a company that, you know, or a research group that is funded by, you know, let's just say like the American Kratom Association or some like an entity or or even vendors themselves, like doing some of their own studies or research and and, and conducting a real study, a few of them, and then finding, oh, well, Kratom seems to be helping people in this way or that way. And then, you know, they can't actually say, well, it hasn't been approved for any specific use, but off-label, <laughs> not that there's any on-label, of course, but it's almost like off-label or off-hand, not FDA approved for these other uses. It seems like there's some merit there that they might be, you know... Kratom might be helpful in those cases too, but it's not something that the FDA has allowed to go through the whole process to become like an approved, you know, (laughs) prescribed medication for instance. So it is not the same situation. However, I do think it rhymes. Like I think the, the fact that there is a use for something does not mean that another use for it means that, you know, that that's going to work out just fine. And just because the FDA gives these companies the okay or the go ahead to, advertise them as such even if they haven't the fda hasn't approved it on label for those other uses that is the thing that gets me because it's not even about people using it a different way or anything it's the fact that the fda must give the company approval to advertise it as off label and i think that that's where if there's any hypocrisy or equivalent that can be drawn it would be there in my opinion that that's where it lies because if you have a substance and you have not approved it for a certain type of use we don't have any more to go off of about whether or not it's safe for people in those conditions just because it's approved for a completely different use if there was some sort of similar use that they came up with like if a drug helps your left leg and then they realize, oh, it helps your right leg too. <laughs> I mean, then go for it. You know, I don't, I don't, I see that that works. <laughs> but if you are going to advertise something for a use that is completely different than what has been approved, I don't know why the FDA would give any approval whatsoever to advertise that. Because just because you have some studies going for it doesn't mean that it is safe for that. And I think that I'm going off of the FDA's logic there because the FDA has been given plenty of studies showing Kratom to be safe and effective in certain ways. And of course, I'm not stating it is. And I'm also not stating in which ways it is helpful. But there's been ample evidence for them to chew on for a while that shows that they should be considering this, right? And and there's downfalls to a lot of approved medications, so I don't think that like approving Kratom as any sort of substance whatsoever takes away the fact that there are downfalls to it, because of course there are. 
and at the same time just you know i wish that they were a bit more consistent on that front if you're going to advertise something i think that you should have to go through the full process of the fda rather than like kind of get through it in one way and then be like oh it can also do this other magical thing and they're like well okay you can advertise that we'll just keep an eye on it it's not that simple but i'm a simple man (laughs) so that's how i see it I'll learn more about it and I'll correct myself later. All right, you guys, I'll end it there. Thanks so much for listening today. We will be back tomorrow. You all are amazing. Talk to you all then. Bye-bye.